0: what is up my friends this is your host gmo recording from the beautiful suburbs of chicago illinois welcome to episode number 29 of riffs and body slams yes we're on the road to episode number 30 holy crap that is the next episode should i do something special or just wait till number 50 or 100 Uh, We'll have to wait and see, but yes, around the road to episode number 30, which is next episode, but that's next episode. Let's talk about this episode, episode number 29, but on this episode, we're going over the news and results in the world of professional wrestling, also highlighting news in the world of rock, hard rock, and heavy metal, along with torn announcements. And my personal favorite, New Music Friday. Where each and every Friday we highlight new music being released on the world of rock and roll. Also touring announcements. And the fourth edition of Vintage Vinyl. We each and every episode we highlight a personal record from my collection. Go through the tracking list, the album cover designs, artwork and whatnot. And the announcement in the world of professional wrestling All Elite Wrestling announced a huge event coming down right here in Chicago. If you haven't heard it yet, stay tuned. We'll talk about it and get in details on it. And also Impact Wrestling Rebellion went down this past weekend and so much more. So th- three things. We'll actually make it four things. Number one, follow me on Twitter, Riffs and Body Slams And hit the follow button. I will love that. Thank you so much for participating in the polls each and every week. You guys are awesome. Number two. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube. at Rivs and body slams. The fine USDA choice of videos crafted. Made with love. Yes, pro shot footage of all concerts I've attended. Or professional wrestling event so hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss a video uploaded number three I just cracked open a new account under twitch so stay tuned so feel free to hit the follow button on twitch riffs and body slams you will never miss a live update video in the near future and number four if you don't want to do none of those options send me an email riffsandbodyslams at gmail.com send me email a candid photo a set list or whatever or not bitch complain or send me something to a, a little correction so thank you so much for tuning in to this episode you guys rock so without further ado let's jump right into the show with the riffs portion of the show where we talk about all things rock hard rock and heavy metal And welcome to the Riffs portion of the show, where we talk about all things rock, hard rock, and heavy metal. And we're going to go ahead and start off with a vintage vinyl, my favorite collections of vinyls that I have here in DeCasa the Gmo. And yes, let's go back to the last three, okay? So obviously... I highlighted two Judah Priest albums, which is Screaming for Vengeance, and Point of Entry. And then the third one was Iron Maiden, Numbers of the Beast. So this week, this episode, I'm just going to write down my, my list here, but I got everything in alphabetical order. So this band I have for this episode of Vintage Final is Kiss Alive Two, great live album. And just one of the few. I mean, Kiss Alive one is obviously essential for all live rock albums. Back in the seventies, obviously you got Frampton Come Alive, you got Cheap Trick from Budokan, and such such what. But yeah, th- this one's this one's probably the second best. I mean, obviously being number two for the Kiss Alive collection to have. Obviously they have Kiss Alive three, four, and. What not? But yeah, man, Kiss Alive Two. Let's talk about it really quick. So, let's start with the front cover of the album. It's iconic, right? The Kiss logo with the color uh, color theme is more of a, uh, a red, purple, and black. So obviously, the f- top half of the of the record obviously is a big giant Kiss logo. Under it, you have Alive. It's all in red colors. And then the lower left of the album, you have, obviously, the, the the Roman numerals, too. And then from the center lower of the album, all the way up to your right lower of the album, you have the iconic Kiss members and, uh, in order of Gene, Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, Ace Frehley, and Peter Chris. So all right, that's your front cover here. And as I open up the record here, so you have the inside as well and it's just it's just a phenomenal I mean just the photos on it. I mean I mean any rock star you can listen to from the interviews, they can tell you that Kiss Alive One and Two is the essential album to a lot of these rock stars you know look up to like john 5 is a good example Scotty and from anthrax but man if you have kiss alive to the album a vital i mean it's it's pretty badass so at, if you do have it i mean feel free to follow along if you don't i mean see this is why i'm going to have a twitch so you can watch it live and this is pretty cool man if you open up the actual album it has the band on stage Obviously you got Ace, uh and pretty much all the guys on a levitating platform with Pyro going in the background with fires and that's pretty badass. So that I mean that's like the whole insert as you open up. It's kinda of like a book. You open it up and just the photo is just phenomenal. And then on the bottom you just pretty much have, you know, the credits. You know, the, the, the production, the studios, uh, the road staff, the lighting sound. The Kiss Army fan club back in the day. You could actually send in your payment. And then inside the album, like the actual insert slip here. Trying to get it open where the record's at. Uh, let's see. You got a picture of the fans. The insert sleep. With the Kiss logo on the top right corner. Um, and then... For the actual record, you have the KISS logo in the middle, and then the Casa Blocker Records, their logo. And then the, this is a double album. So the insert slip, similar to, similar to the first one. Picture of the fans, and then you got all the first four or five kiss albums they're promoting, so you can go buy. Alright. So let's check on the back of the album. All right. So you have the KISS logo and the Live 2 logo on the top left corner. And then from the top center to all the way to the right, you have the KISS tracks. And then the, the photos on the back uh, pretty much takes up the majority of the whole back of the album. Uh, same photos. There's feature on the front, which has all the four members. All right, let's talk about the tracks really quick. All right, so let's start with the first one, Detroit Rock City. Great song, great classic. King of the Nighttime World. That's a great one. Ladies' Room came up from uh, what, what was that from Rock and Roll Over? Making Love. Love Gun. I love that song. I love that album as well. Calling Dr. Love. Christine 16. Shock Me. Hard Luck Woman. Tomorrow and Tonight. I Stole Your Love. Beth. Talk about a classic ballad? God of Thunder. That's one of my favorites, man. I love Gene. I Want You. Another great song from Paul Stanley. Shout out loud, a classic. Oh um, and then uh, so these the rest of the, the tracks on uh the second album, the part of the double album here, is practically was all recorded from the studio, but then add they added fans to give it more of a live experience. So they added these next couple songs. They're new ones too, they debuted it on this record. All American Man rocking in the usa larger than life rocket ride in any way you want it so obviously rocket raid was written by ace Frehley, and he still plays it even today as well in a solo band so yeah there's a big old track obviously you can buy this on vinyl with double double vinyl records of course and you can buy it on cd because you can get it in double disc as well so um, overall i love this album it's great kiss alive 2 is a phenomenal record you can buy it from their kissonline.com you can buy it at your local record store that's highly suggest as well you got to support your local record stores and man if i had to pick a song off this whole damn thing uh, man i mean detroit rock city Great way to start off the set list. Shock me! I'm a big Ace guy. I love Shock Me. God of Thunder, like as I mentioned, my personal favorite, especially from Gene Simmons. And look at Rock and Rage, just a great song. It's just catchy. And I love. I mean, it's tough, man. It's tough. But those are my few picks of the songs off the album. But yeah, this this week's uh, edition of Vintage Final, Kiss Alive Two. Great record. Great record. All right, so I'm gonna mix it up for next episode. Do something a little different, and if you guys have your suggestions as well, do you guys have your own personal favorite record? Isn't part of the vintage vinyl collection? Do you have? Hey, send it to me. Send me a picture. Let me know what songs, records you like, and hell, send it me on Twitter. I love to share it, man. Maybe you have something that's, you know, hard to find. Old school vintage records. I love that stuff, man. I love going out to antique stores and vintage record stores and buying cool stuff you can't just find on a normal shelf at a Walmart or Target. You know what I mean? All right. There's your vintage vinyl for the week. Let's go right into my personal favorite. New Music Friday. And yes, this is for... What, what, what day this goes for? April 29th. See, I'm losing track here. April 29th of Friday. So I try to stay ahead of each and every Friday so it gives you enough time to hunt these records if you're buying them online or buy them in store or just list them on your iTunes or whatever you stream your music at. So this is for April 29th of Friday, the last Friday of April 2022 as we're cruising into the month of May. Let's start from the top. And again, you can follow me on this list. At loudwire.com, that's where you can find us, search up 2022 New Music Releases Calendar, and that's where you can find it, and we'll start in alphabetical order. So, right right off the bat, we got Ann Wilson from Heart, and she got her solo album called Fierce Bliss. Up next, we have the band called Devil Master, got the new record called Eccency of Never Ending Night. All right, we got Helms Ali releasing their new record, Keep This Be This Way. Up next, we had KPR releasing their new record, Erx Cog. Up next, we have Lament. Cityscape got the new record called Darker Discharge. Nomás, that's what the band's called. Called They got their new record called Consume, Deny, Repent. All right, next one I know, maybe you guys will know. We got a brand spanking new Ramstein album called Zit. So that sh- should be good stuff right there. We got Robin Thrower. We got his new record called No More Worlds to Conquer. We have the Spec Man Project. We got a new record called Fiend of Emptiness. This one I'm looking forward to. Uncle Ted, Ted Nugent got a brand spanking new album called called detroit muscle so i'm kind of curious to see how this ted nugent album is going to be up next we got the band thunder got the new record called dopamine and then we have various artists the raining blood a tribute to slayer i gotta check i gotta look into this one to see what bands are playing on here all right we got a Vecro cranes got a new record called what if i die And then, this one's going to be cool for all the black metal fans. Waitin'. Got a new record called The Agony and Ecstasy of Waitin'. Coming out of Nuclear Blast Records. So that's going to be cool. So we got some cool records coming out for April 29th. Ramstein, I'm looking forward to. Ted Nugent, Waitin'. So good stuff, man, good stuff. And there is your new music Friday list. As I mentioned, each and every Friday, we highlight new music. Records, singer, singles, can't speak, singles. All right. What's going on in the world of rock, hard rock and heavy metal? It's been really busy, very busy in the world of news and rock and hard rock. We'll start to the top headline. So obviously Queensryche is kind of doing a little backfire, back and forth with her former drummer, Scott Rockenfeld. Um, obviously, these, these, these gentlemen's been... Going back at each other for years now. Years. And uh, obviously, they're making headlines with the current members of Queens Rake, right? Michael Wilton and guitar. Eddie Jackson on bass have fired back that their strange drummer, Scott Rockenfield, is accusing him of abandoning his position as a member of the band and misappropriating the group's assets to his own personal benefit. So. Yeah, the current member of the Queens Rag still going at it with Scott Rockenfeld. So, ay, ay, ay. Still going on. Still going on. So, Lamb of God. Yes, yeah, the Death Metals, Metals of Finest right here. Lamb of God, big fan of those guys. Uh, <laughs> they've been going through various lineup changes within this past week. It's not nobody quit, nobody got fired. It's due to COVID. Uh, Randy Blythe, one of my favorites, Randy Blythe got contracted COVID-19 on tour during the Megadeth Medal of the Year tour. And uh, yeah, he got sick. So uh, Randy stepped away for a few days to recover. And yes, from the reports are he is returning back at the Seuss Falls concert coming up. So that's good stuff. Glad he's healthy and recovering and recouping back to get back on stage. It kicks some ass, but in the meantime, the past few days they only canceled one show, which I believe it was at the Fort Wayne, Indiana show. Between now and then, they had a special guest replacing uh, Randy Blythe on these few select shows, so they had. Um, Let's see, who, some of the steps, you know, uh, Mark Hunter of Chimera. People were just raving about him, and Look, at, we need to get Chimera back on the touring, man. He, Mark Hunter is phenomenal. Uh, we had Trivins' Matt Heafy. We had In Flames' Andre Friedrin. So we had some good vocalists in the world of metal stepping in for Randy Blythe. And, man, that's great news. But, of course, Mark, Mark Hunter of Chimera, he and he ended up uh, uh, getting ill as well, so he had to step down, and they had to f- eventually had to cancel the Fort Wayne Fort Wayne concert. So, and then we had another felon too, Joe Baldalato from Fit for an Autopsy, great band as well. He handled vocals on Sluck shows as well. So, man, yeah. F- Every major uh, vocalist in the world metal stuff in so That's awesome. That's family right there. And check this out, man. So John Campbell, the bass player from Lamb of God, he had to step away due to a family emergency. And you had Phil Demo, formerly guitarist from Machine Head. And, man, he's been stepping in for big leaguer bands like Slayer and Exodus And he's been a guitar player. Well, he filled in a bass for Lamb of God. How about that? But we're going to get Randy Blythe back in the band. So that's awesome. That's good stuff. Glad he's recouping and feeling better. And John Campbell, I hope things in his family are doing well. And hopefully we'll get his return back very shortly back on tour. So that's what's going on in the world. Lamb of God, craziness. A lot of moving parts, but look, man. All the moving pieces came together, which just a little bit help his family and friends in the world of metal. So that's good stuff. Also, news has been breaking around the world rock and roll. There's been rumors of a Van Halen tribute tour. And we had Jason Newstead came out uh i guess he did like an interview during the media saying he was approached by alex van halen and david leith roth and and doing like a tribute tour and having jason playing bass well the next thing you know he had joe statriani just a phenomenal guitarist, of course uh he also came out saying that they approached him as well to play guitar on the tour so as of right now, these are the only two musicians that have been tapped to potentially start a Van Halen tribute tour to do it in memory of uh, the late great Eddie Van Halen guitar. But as of right now, there's nothing confirmed yet if this is actually happening. And my understanding from all these posts, this rumor, I guess, has been in talks for roughly around a year since Eddie Passing, so we'll just have to wait and see what the Van Halen camp decide they want to do in the near future. I know David Lee Roth was planning on doing a solo farewell show shows in Las Vegas, and uh, eventually it got scrapped, and just no reason behind it. So interesting to see what's going to happen with that. Also, also the band Skid Row, they got a new lead singer. His name is Eric Gronwall. And, uh, yeah, he's the new singer in Skid Row, and I guess they they, <laughs> they claim that he's the guy. So, yeah, for all the lead singers they've been through so far, this is probably, what, number six, seven lead singer for Skid Row? Hey, man, if that makes him happy, God bless them. They're out there still doing it, I guess, right? For all the Alter Bridge fans... The new album they're planning on releasing should be out by September. Uh, That's what the guitarist Mark Tremonti has said on the Rock Sauvage Media. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the new uh, Alter Bridge. Hopefully it's a banger. Also, Trivium will focus on touring before they begin on working on another album. So... Obviously, their last record, which is in the Court of the Dragon, which is just a phenomenal record, headbanger record. Uh, so obviously, they're going to be touring this album for for probably a year or two, as is your typical touring cycle. So yeah, I mean, look, they've been writing great records the past couple of years. So I, I I'm looking forward to the next one if they're planning to make another album. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of metal fans will like that. Motley Crew has announced their own coffee brand. This is coming up. They Actually, they're teamed up with Brutality Coffee Company. And uh, let's see, they have Kickstart My Heart, Dark Roast, and then you have a, uh, let's see, a Motley Crue Espresso Blend as well. So I might have to buy this. I've been trying to uh, collect a handful of coffee companies from different bands. Anthrax is another one. I got, or actually, Charlie Baldante from... Uh, Drummer from Anthrax, I'm going to try to get his own coffee. But yeah, Motley Crue Blend Coffee. I got to go out and check it out, man. I got to go buy it. All right. John 5 and the Creatures postponed three shows. Obviously, John 5 has contracted and tested positive COVID-19 within the touring party. So, um, uh, look like they're going to resume back on April 28th in Austin, Texas. So... Uh, hopefully uh, John 5, the crew, uh, get rested up and hopefully they'll recover and get back on the tour. So this is an interesting uh, take from K.K. Downing, former guitarist from Judas Priest. Obviously, he's been in media quite a bit. And uh, his quote from on is motorhead was responsible for creation of thrash and speed metal. And I agree. I mean, look, at motorhead was one of the key component components when it comes to speed metal. So a lot of bands in the thrash world like Slayer, obviously Metallica, uh, you know, Megadeth, Dave Mustaine, a lot of these guys grew up listening to Motorhead in the early days. So, and no, I, I agree I agree with that uh, statement right there. So how about this one right here? Metallica's James Heffield still fuming over load and reload artwork, says the cover artist. I mean I don't see anything wrong with the cover, cover albums of both of them. I mean uh let's see Lotus feature a photo called Semen and Blood 3. Cause this is a cowblood and artist uh Andre Cassandra's own semen between two plates of Plugolis. Interesting. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys think the load album from Metallica is uh cowblood and semen? <laughs> Hey, that's, this is what's been poured on blabbermouth.com. So, I don't know. Let me know what you think about the cover album. Does it suck? Should I keep it forever? I don't know. You tell me. So, original saliva singer Joey Scott is back in the studio. And uh, Scott left uh, saliva back in 2011 after 15 years with the group. And uh, is to pursue a solo Christian music career. So... Fans out there who is a fan of Slido's former singer, Josie Scott. Hey, he's in the studio creating new music. So here we go. Also, who is sure to be back in the studios to record new music is Allison Chains. This has been a report from William Duvall, the lead singer of the band, stating that right now we're just coming out of the lockdown. So they're just doing their own thing right now. I know... Jerry Cantrell is doing his own solo band here. Suspects so possibly a new Allison Chains record either later this year or the beginning of 2023. And then we're going to end the rock news portion of the show. Soundgarden's famous album, Super Unknown, album is certified six time platinum in the United States. So that is awesome. All right, that's what's going on in the world of rock and heavy metal news. Let's hop into the touring. Let's see what's touring is coming about for the year of twenty twenty two. We have Statics X, and they're doing a separate solo tour, and they're bringing Gold Frankincense, Myra, and Dead Rabbits. Uh their few select dates are gonna be doing during the summer while they're going on tour with Rob Zombie. There's solo select show dates. July 18th in Wichita, Kansas. July 19th in Fort Smith, Arkansas. July 22nd Louisville, Kentucky. August 9th in Grand Junction, Colorado. Tucson, Arizona, April 15th. And uh, El Paso, Texas, August uh, 17th. So uh, you got some few select Static X solo shows. You also have the band L7 announced the Bricks Are Heavy 30th Anniversary Tour, North American Tour. trek starts in October 3rd in Nashville, Tennessee, and ends in Los Angeles, California, October 28th. And if you happen to be in the Perts- the Pittsburgh slash Washington, Pennsylvania area, September 9th up to September 10th, you have the Four Chords Music Festival. And for Friday, you have Bad Religion, uh, The Descents, Pennywise, Silverstein, The the Affliction, Store of the Year, Lag Wagon, and more. And for Saturday, September 10th, you have All-Time Low, Jimmy Eat World, The Story So Far, The Starting Lines, The Main, and more. This is happening at the Wild Things Park in the Pittsburgh, Washington, Pennsylvania area. So go check out the Ford Court Music Festival, September 9th through the 10th. We have the Meshuggah on U.S. Tour. Starts September 16th in Worcester, Massachusetts. Ends in October 16th in Atlanta, Georgia. And on these select dates, you'll have Converge opening up for Meshuggah from September 16th to September 30th. And from um, October 2nd to the 16th, you have In Flames open up for Meshuggah. So that's pretty cool. So go check out Meshuggah, the immutable USA 2022 tour. Down in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, August 19th to the 21st, you have the Monster of the Mountain Festival. August 15th, you had Cinderella's Tom Kiefer. You have the Extreme, Ying V. Malmsteen, Quiet Riot, Richie Conson. Uh, Kip Winger, Autograph, Lillian Axe, and more. August 20th, you have rate Striper, Rats, Stephen Piercy, Solo Band, Dangerous Toys, Eclipse, John Carabi, Enough's Enough, and more. And August 21st, you have Kicks back on the show, Night Ranger, Firehouse of Vixen, Nelson, brother, brother Kane, Pat Travers, and Michael Sweet, Solo Band, and more. So check out. Monster in the Mountain in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, August nineteenth to the twenty first. And check this out. You have the Merciful Fate. King Diamond's getting back in the crew on a Europe UK US world tour date here in the US. They're only doing one date, which is the cycle Las Vegas August 21st. So, if you happen to be in Las Vegas August 21st for the Cycle Las Vegas Festival, uh, Merciful Fate will be here. Other than that, they'll be out in Germany, Poland, Italy, France, Spain, Bulgaria, Romania, and more. So, check out Merciful Fate here in the U.S. at Las Vegas August 21st. You also have Crown of the Empire celebrating the Fallout 10-year anniversary tour. And they're bringing out, uh, let's see who they're bringing out. Destroy, Rebuilt, Until God Shows. That's a bad name. The Word Alive and Until I Wake. Uh, Trek starts on May 30th, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Ends in July third in San Antonio, Texas. So check out Crown the Empire for the Fallout 10-year anniversary tour. Man, check out this massive package. I'll have to check it out. I got to get tickets for this. The 40th anniversary tour of Anthrax. And they're bringing with Black Label Society and Hatebreed. That's massive. Starts July 26th in Phoenix, Arizona and ends in August 28th in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, for the Chicago area, you're going to get Gary, Indiana. The Hard Rock Casino. Uh, they're, they're a new venue they just opened up. So that's good stuff, man. Anthrax, Black Label Society, and Hatebreed. That's an awesome tour package. Check it out. All right, so that's all the torn announcements for the year of 2022. If there's anything I'm missing out, again, hit the Twitter page, hit the follow button, riffs and body slams, hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Just search out riffs and body slams, and soon to come on Twitch, and send me an email riffs and body slams at gmail.com All right, we're gonna close up the riffs portion of the show. Let's head right over to the Body Slam portion of the show, shall we? Hey. Hey, you. Yeah, you. I'm talking to you. Have you followed any of my social media platforms yet? Huh? Huh? If you said no... The what the hell are you waiting for? Hey, it's all good, dude, man. I won't beat you up. But what I want you to do is number one, going on to the tweeter machine, follow, riffs and body slams. Then number two, hop on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, check all the fine video content, and lastly, send me an email. At riffs and BodySlam.com. Alright, let's head back to the show, shall we? And welcome to the Body Slam portion of the show where we talk about all things, professional wrestling, news, breaking news, and results. And let's jump into the elephant in the room. The big announcement that Tony Khan was going to deliver this past Wednesday on AEW Dynamite, which we'll get to shortly in the results, the big news. What's big news? Well, Tony Khan just came out on stage and announced the joint partnership. A collaboration show. June 26th, right here in Chicago at the United Center. All Elite Wrestling and New Japan Pro Wrestling presents The Super Show, The Forbidden Door. Yes, all the rumors came true. New Japan and AEW is going down June twenty-six on a Sunday at the United Center. This bad boy is going to sell out quick, and I'm going to try to get my sticky fingers on them. They go on sale May six on a Friday at 10 a.m. Central Time. So get all your laptops, get all your tablets, get your phone ready, and try to get these bad boys. Because so these tickets will be hot. Now, the question is, who will be on the card? Now June is a few months away, as we're itching closer to May, and this event is close to New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion, their next lengthy uh, shows. And obviously, the New Japan Cup is right around the corner. Or, I'm sorry, the G1 Climax, that is. There could be a lot of dream matches could go down. I mean, we could have a Bryan Danielson versus Okada. Hell, we can have another installment if Ketty Omega comes back in time. Omega versus Okada, again. CM Punk versus Tanahashi. I mean, this could literally could go any direction. So, for some some fans, they're like, meh. Fans like myself are a hardcore wrestling fan. This is huge. And the last time, New Japan was on a major level since, what, the 90s? Now, yes, they did a partnership with Ring of Honor. And Yes, they did Madison Square Garden with Ring of Honor. But for a big-time promotion since WCW, okay, Since the 90s, that's why I refer to the 90s, WCW, Big Time Promotions. That's not WWE. So that is big news for both companies. And obviously, doing a little small talent, you know, uh, trade-offs. Obviously, you had QT, Marshall, Moxley, uh, Eddie Kingston and New Japan here in America. So, obviously, they sent a few people from there to AEW, like Ishii, Jay White, Hekaleo, Minoru Suzuki. So, they've been doing a lot of trade-offs the past couple months to kind of establish that relationship. And what a way to kick off this relationship on a bigger, grander scale. Obviously, Chicago being a massive market for professional wrestling and AEW. So, this is going to be good. And it's also healthy for the professional wrestling landscape. So overall, it's a win-win situation. And I tell you, this show will sell. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this thing sells out within an hour or less. And think about All In will be around Labor Day weekend as well. So if you miss this opportunity, I will not be surprised if All In will be announced as well. Obviously Tony Khan mentioned. All In is uh, Chicago staple. The hometown for All In. So. Not All In. All Out. All Out. Whatever it may be is. It's going to be an action packed sold out show. And I'm looking forward to this. I hope you the fans are looking forward to this. Again. Any can ha- anything can happen between now and June 26th. Title changes. Injuries. So. We'll keep our eyes peeled because obviously next up we have two events in May. So we got Double or Nothing for All Elite Wrestling. And then we got New Japan Pool Wrestling Capital Collision that's happening over there in Washington, D.C. So we had two shows from both companies in the month of May. So we'll keep our eyes peeled if there's going to be any uh, major stories going to be developed by these two shows. Um, obviously, Eddie Kingston's gonna be facing off Ishi at the 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 New Japan's uh, Capital Collision. Also on the show, we have Moxley challenging uh, Tanahashi f- to a match. So it'll be interesting to see what directions that will lay out. Cross fingers, Omega. Kenny Omega would coming out from recovery from his from his numerous uh, you know injuries he had in the previous years. So, yeah, it's going to be exciting for wrestling fans to see what direction uh, this will go. So, good stuff all around me. Let me know what you guys think about it. Um, obviously, I posted on Twitter a poll and how excited you guys were. Um, There's a big announcement and, I mean, 100% of you guys said you guys were excited for it. So, that's good. Good to hear. Good to hear. All right. What's going on in the world news and the world professional wrestling? Well, Impact Wrestling just announced the Slammiversary event. 20 years on the exact two, June 19th, live from Nashville, Tennessee. 20 years of Slammiversary, the exact date. So that's pretty cool. So I'm kind of curious to see what surprises will go down. Obviously, you got a few guys from the Impact era. TNA era that's been on the show. we got Samoa Joe that's available now. Uh, Jay Lethal, a couple of guys. Obviously, uh, Christopher Daniels, um, Kazarian. So a few guys who have been part of the TNA history over there at AEW. Tyson Fury teases of a potential match against Drew McIntyre at W's Cardiff Stadium was uh, Tyson Fury, his victory over Dylan White uh, this afternoon at Wembley Stadium doing a boxing pay-per-view. And uh, don't rule me out fighting there, that's what he quoted. You might see me at SummerSlam, I gotta speak to Vince and the boys, maybe make this happen. So, there you have it. We have Tyson Fury back in the WWE ring, hopefully possibly soon. Also, Darius Martin, out with leg injury and expected to to miss a significant time. So, that good news for the team top flight. Also, three new matches has been announced for next month's PWD event. So, that next event is called Delivering the Goods. Uh, and after several wrestlers were pulled from the show. So the company announced that J.D. Drake Top Flight Wheeler Yuta will be unable to make the May 1st show. As a result, DDT's uh, Kanazuki Takahashi will make his debut for the promotion, facing Aramis. Shane Hayes, formerly Slapjack of WWE, will make his return back to face Jack Cartwheel. And the Briscoes will be making their return to face Aussie Open, which is Mark Davis and Kyle Fletcher. Biff Busick is also returning to the company to face Speedball Mike Bailey. Daniel Garcia, who won the Battle of Los Angeles tournament back in January, will be challenging the PWG World Champion Bandito for the main event. So, there you have it. That's the news in World Professional Wrestling. Let's jump right into. The results. Hey, we're gonna go ahead and start off with Monday night raw, April 18th. Here are quick results. Naomi and Sasha Banks defeated Liv Morgan. Rhea Ripley to retain the WWE Women's Tag Team Champion. Veer Mahan defeated Jeff Brooks. Ezekiel defeated Chad Gable by DQ. The Street Profits defeated R.K. Bro. Theory Defeated Finn Balor to become the new WWE United States Champion. Reggie defeated Dana Brooke to win the WWE 24-7. Then I transferred to Tamina, defeating Reggie. To cover Ak- Dezawa, defeating Tamina. To Dana Brooke, defeating Akira Tazawa to win the WWE 24-7. So a little train reaction. Obviously, it was like a w- double wedding turned into a WWE 24 7 match. <laughs> All right. And then lastly, the main event Cody Rhodes defeated Kevin Owens by Kano. And that was your WWE Raw April 18th results. All right. We're going to cruise into NXT April 19th. Sh- Tiffany Stratton defeated Saray. Grayson Waller defeated Singa. Legado de Fantasma Defeated Grizzle Young Veterans Carmelo Hayes Defeated Santo Escobar Natalia Defeated Tatum Paxley Zion Quinn Defeated Wes Lee Roxanne Perez Defeated JC Jane And lastly Pretty Dudley Defeated Dexter Loomis and Duke Hudson To retain the NXT Tag Team Champions and that was your NXT, April 19th, results. Up next, we had AEW Dynamite, April 20th, results. CM Punk defeated Dustin Rhodes. Great match, by the way. Blackpool Combat Club defeated Lee Mariotti, Dante Martin, and Brock Anderson, a six-man tag team match. Up next, we had Warlow defeated The Butcher. Kyle Riley defeated Jungle Boy in the Owen Hearts Cup Men Tournament Qualifying Match. Hook defeated Anthony Hendry. Dr. Brick Baker DMD defeated Daniel Camella in the Owen Hart Cup Women's Corner Qualifying Tournament. And lastly, the main event Darby Allen defeated Andrade El Ito in that Coffin Match. And that was your AEW Dynamite April 20th results. Um, next, we have Impact Wrestling April 21st results. Violent by Design defeated Decay. Matt Cardona defeated Little Guido, that retained the retained Impact Digital Media Championship. Yes, Little Guido from FBI. <laughs> Malahabri Shuria defeated Gabriel Rodriguez, the Bullet Club. Defeated Honor No More in an 8-man tag match. And Laredo King and Trey Miguel defeated Ace Austin and Mike Bailey. So was your Impact Wrestling April 21st results. And obviously that was your go-home show. And we'll get to Impact Wrestling Rebellion pay-per-view results very shortly. Alright, up next we have All Elite Wrestling Rampage April 22nd results. Adam Cole defeated Tomohiro Ishii. Part of the Owen Hart Cup's men tournament qualifying match, Lance Archer defeated Serpentempeco. Eddie Kingston defeated Daniel Garcia. And lastly, Jade Cargill defeated Marina Schafer Charvel- to retain the AEW's TBS champion. And that was your AEW Rampage April 22nd. Up yep, next, we had WWE SmackDown April 22nd results. Xavier Woods defeated Butch. Gunther defeated Teddy Goods. Riddle defeated Jay Uso. Madcap Moss defeated Angel. And lastly, Sami Zayn versus Drew McIntyre and the Lumberjack match ended in a no contest. That was your WWE SmackDown April 22nd results. And lastly, Impact Wrestling pre- presents the Rebellion pay-per-view that happened at the J. Wershenwatt Convention Center in Poughkeepsie, New York. So here's your quick results. Eddie Edwards defeated Chris Bay by pinfall. The Influence defeated the Inspirations in the women's tag team match for the Impact Knockdown World Tag Team Championship. Steve Macklin defeated Chris Sabin and Jay White by pinfall in a three way match. Taya Bakery defeated Durana Parazzo to become the new AAA Rihanna de Rihanna's championship winner. Ace Austin defeated Trey Miguel and Speedwell Mike Bailey by pinfall to win the MPX X Division championship. Tomohiro Ishii defeated Jonah by pinfall. Violent by design. Won by eliminating Heath and Randall and part of the eight team elimination challenge for the Impact World Tag Team Championship. Tasha Steels defeated Rosemary in the singles match for the Impact Knockout World Champion. And lastly, the main event, Josh Alexander defeated Moose to become the new Impact World Championship. So, congrats to Josh Alexander, Ace Austin for becoming the new champions and that was your impact wrestling rebellion 2022 edition results all right and then we have the gcw their pay-per-view called the old me that happened saturday april 23rd and detroit michigan we had Tony Depp defeated Billy Starks, Jordan Oliver, yo and Steve Scott in a five-way scramble match. We have Alex Shelley defeated Nick Wayne. Chris Dickerson defeated ACH. We also have Joey Janela defeated Bandito, Marnora Suzuki defeated two Cold Scorpio. John Wayne Murdoch defeated Hoodfoot to retain the GCW Ultraviolent Championship. Alex Cologne defeated Jimmy Lloyd to win the Extreme Championship. And then lastly, the Briscoes and the Second Gear crew went to a draw in the High Incident Match. So, you know, they call the Scaffold Match. Obviously, Iconic and ECW. Obviously, GCW brought that match back. So that was your GCW, the old me pay-per-view result. All right, that's going to close up the show. Thank you so much for tuning in for episode 29. Looking forward to episode number 30. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys have an awesome week, an awesome weekend. And again, feel free to follow me on Twitter at Ribs and Body Slams. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube and Ribs and Body Slams would love to have you subscribe follow me on twitch or send me an email rivers and body at gmail.com until next time my friends stay safe stay healthy support local and i'll talk to you guys later on